Spirit Radio Podcasts. We're about two weeks into Christmas holidays, and it's really a great time of the year for families to spend some extra time together. In our house, we're really excited. We've got three kids living away, and so one came in last weekend, and then we've got one coming in on Tuesday, and the next one comes the following Sunday. So we'll have a full house this Christmas. And, you know, over Christmas break, it's really nice, rather than the kids and and parents being glued to the screens or on their social media, it's good to have something else to do. And our next guest is here to tell us about the importance of ensuring that kids have some time for creativity and play. And on the line now to tell us more, we have Vicki Bacondoere. She is the Festival Director of Playstival, and uh, you're very welcome to the show this morning, Vicki. Hi, good morning, Jackie. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's great to have you here. Now, this got inspired because yeah. I, I saw an email in my inbox this week uh, where it was from uh, you guys, and it was just so good. Yeah. I, I interviewed you during the summer. Was it you I talked to, Vicki? Was it you and I that spoke? Yeah. Yeah, yeah and, it was, yeah. And that, you know, I was so inspired. We went along to Placeville, had a great time. I was there with my 2-year-old, my 10-year-old, and my 18-year-old, and all three of them. <laughs> All three yeah. of them enjoyed themselves. It was amazing. Oh, that's great to hear. So, yeah, well we've done. Had some great feedback. Oh, well, you should have amazing feedback because it was great. Because the, the weather, you know, could have been, I think the weather could have yeah. been better. Yeah. <laughs> but that's <laughs> not your fault. The whole summer, yeah, it was the whole summer. It was like the one wet weekend. I know. Like, oh, great. I felt sorry for you guys. I really did. My heart went out to you because you did a great job. Now, so, yeah. so talk to us about this idea now. We're into the winter months and, um, you know, screen time is a reality during the winter because of the weather and all of that. Exactly. So yeah. <laughs> talk to us about the importance of play for kids' well-being. Um, well, yeah, like we all know like play is, um, it obviously like there's just so many different elements to um, to play and obviously it's a natural way of children expressing themselves and it, obviously it helps uh, children develop physically, socially, intellectually, emotionally. Um, so it's just kind of, it's I suppose it's a core element that, you know, we kind of, you almost kind of forget about forget to play, you know, with kids or even as adults. Like you forget to kind of go back to that kind of natural thing mm-hmm. that you kind of is is always been there. You know, growing up, you know, it's a sense of how you basically interact with the world around you, um, and it's just it's obviously hugely important. And that's what the I suppose the whole concept of playstable is is going back to that whole mm-hmm. back to basics, wholesome kind of free play time for kids, and just really bring that focus back to, um, yeah, just kind of that movement away from screens and tech and the way the world is today. So it's all about just going back to basics and playing. Um, and obviously in this kind of world today, it's, um, you know, TV is, most people have TVs in their homes, uh, two TVs, iPads, video games. So um, basically what we've <laughs> created is, yeah, um, is I suppose Placeable obviously is a platform, uh, is a festival where you can obviously go and play. Um, and then we've also created a, um, uh, basically a play guide um, to basically promoting play, encouraging free play, um, so, yeah, that's kind of where the, I, I where just, the whole thing came from. Vicky, I think it's just a great idea. You know, like, I've got a, a two, nearly three-year-old now. She'll be three in January. And and you do forget how important play is. And she, of all of our kids, is, like, the most 
really she's really such a player she loves to play yeah like she really I don't remember the other kids playing with their toys as much as she does she just really yeah. really loves them and and I think you're really yeah. I think you're really on to something here because I think nowadays like you know uh, there's a big gap between our three-year-old and our 10-year-old so like oh, yeah. the whole screen thing kind of happened while we were <laughs> looking the other way and then you know like yeah. to- toddlers so many toddlers you see on screens all the time I know it's insane. Um, it, it and is. I suppose that's, that's why, as well, like in the in the guide, we have free play as well. So it's meant to be like that unstructured mm-hmm. kind of child-driven play. Um, so it's not like controlled by adults. It's not you know passive play as in sitting in front of the TV screen. Um, it's just basically trying to get kids to use their imagination. So like playing with blocks or dolls, um, even just running outside, like going on a swing, climbing, all that kind of stuff. So. Um, yeah, it's actually, it's great to kind of see, I suppose, like the younger, you can kind of really see that age, kind of the gap between kind of the toddlers or like even like eight under and then kind of eight plus, um, you, you see that kind of shift. There'd be more on like the, the screens and stuff. So um, it's even trying to, you know, encourage those older kids mm-hmm. to kind of, you know, take that step back. What can we do in the house that's going to engage kind of everybody? Um so, like, one of the things is uh, we're trying to, I suppose, over Christmas is trying to get people to, you know, dust off the old board games and just kind of bring the family together. Brilliant, brilliant. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, like, there's like there's just so many benefits in, like, board games. I was doing some research and, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's amazing. Like, there's all these little kind of concepts that you forget about mm-hmm. and just really trying to bring that back into the home and... Yeah, just kind of have fun. And Vicky, I imagine, like, as a parent, I'm thinking, well, geez, you know, what what I'm bring what what's under the tree is going to be important too, because you know, instead of video games and screens and more screens, and how about uh, like something like that gets them active, like a scooter or a bike or something that gets yeah. them going, or like a board game, like you mentioned. Yeah, uh, that's yeah, that's completely yeah. Like, just try and kind of you know think back to I suppose what we used to play with as kids, um, so. Yeah, so it's like board games are like hugely popular and it's something that you kind of just forget about or like even making stuff as well. Like in the guide we have, you know, you can make even like your own kind of decorations, you can make kind of bird feeders, mm-hmm. kites, kind of anything just to yeah. get, I suppose, just get the kids away from, from screens from and screens. so bring the family together. Um, which is kind of the, the main thing as well, is just having that extra time. Well. Just, one of the things that I've found is that when, when I play with the kids, it brings back my own childhood memories that I've forgotten about. It's really funny. Like when yeah. you start playing, you start going, oh, I remember. I used to really. And it brings back your own memories and you realize how important it is to play and really how we might not play much um, at, like we used to do. I, I was so impressed, yeah. I have to say again, about, about your festival that you had an airfield trust in, in cooperation. I think you were in uh, cahoots with uh, Happy Pair. You did yeah. such a great job of it because there were so many different activities. Activities. It was nicely spread out. Kids had room to kind of be kids, and there were yeah. tons of things on. I mean, it was just amazing how um, much the kids enjoyed it. Uh, it in fact, I like I brought my ten-year-old kicking and kind of saying, "I don't want to go." But once he got there, I couldn't get him to leave to come home. He had so much fun. Yeah, it was actually it was funny. Like you could could hear like kids like crying like on the way out, and I was like <laughs> thinking to myself, "Like we've done a good job." Yes, <laughs> score. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that is absolutely um, brilliant. That's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. So please do tell me that there's going to be another one that that wasn't a once-off. Okay, great. Tell us, tell us about that. Yes. So, um, so due to the success of uh, this year, we're going to actually um, be taking place next August 
from the 9th to the 11th of August, and that's actually going to be a three-day event now. So not just the two days over the weekend, but three now. Smart. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so more play for everybody. Um, So, yeah, we'll be back again next year. And I suppose in the meantime, um, what we're trying to do, I suppose, is to, with this um, Back to Basics playbook, is to, you know, engage our audiences and just kind of keep promoting... um, keep promoting play and just kind of different ways to kind of go back to basics. So, you know, indoor games, outdoor activities, um, you know, things you can just kind of make. Um, so, yeah, it's really just trying to, to hit all those kind it of... It just gives um, you good ideas to get started. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. So how, how can people get in touch with you if they want to get on your mailing list and hear about your stuff? Yeah, um, so you can, if you find us on Facebook, we're at Placeable Fest. And then you can also sign up to our playbook um, just in like the drop-down tab. So you can back to basics playbook, it's called. Um, so you can sign up there um, or you can you know, get in touch with myself. I'm Vicky, V-I-C-K-Y, at placeable.ie. Um, and the information's on our website, of course. Um, www.placeable.ie as well. Excellent. So we're, we're kind of everywhere. Yeah, well, <laughs> you, and you need to be. I think it's a great initiative yeah. and you should be so pleased. Uh, I think you really should be pleased. You've done something amazing. People are really responding to it. And keep up, yeah. the, good, keep up the good work. Thank you so much. Thanks for coming on this morning. Cheers. Thank you. Take care. So that's Vicki. We thank her so much for coming on this morning. Placetable.ie. Uh, they're also on Facebook. I highly recommend you get in touch with them and get this playbook that they're t- that Vicki was talking about because it's great. It has just some good ideas. It's kind of one of those things just kind of jog your memory like, okay, what do we do for play that doesn't involve a screen? And just It's just great ideas and craft ideas and uh, things to kind of get you started for some fun stuff to do over the holidays. Thank you so much for coming on, Vicki. It's Jackie here and Saturday Magazine. And, you know, it's really obvious that the Christmas season has arrived. You just got to look around. And one of Dublin's oldest and most loved Christmas events, which has been running for 62 years, is now open. It depicts scenes of the Old and the New Testament, and it's a great event for all of the family members, old and young. It's an event that parents and grandparents who may have visited as children can now bring their children and grandchildren to enjoy. It truly makes a wonderful family day out. And in studio to tell us more about the Moving Crib, we have Dara Murphy. He's the general manager of the Moving Crib, and you're very welcome to the show this morning. Good morning, Jackie. Thank thank you for having me on. Oh, thank you for coming in. And, uh, you know, there might be somebody out there that doesn't know what this Moving Crib is. I can't imagine. No, there couldn't be. (laughs) There couldn't possibly be. (laughs) There couldn't possibly be. Couldn't possibly be. But for that, maybe that one person, maybe they just moved to Ireland. Um, Can you tell us what is the Moving Crib? Well, the Moving Crib is, uh, well, as you mentioned, it's 62 years old. It's it's, a... a series of scenes and the main scene obviously is the build up to the nativity and it's uh, the the journey of um, Mary and Jesus or Ma- sorry Mary and Joseph through uh, and Bethlehem and, and, and then eventually <laughs> Jesus um, so it's f- the build up to the nativity um, but we then have other scenes and these are depicted by about half meter three quarter meter high um, uh, mechanical figurines and we have 120 of them and they're mechanical they move and they we have music in the background and they depict scenes from the Bible um, so it's it's very traditional we had a, a lady in yesterday and she said everybody has to come here mm. this is real this mm. is real Christmas 
Uh, and it was lovely to hear that. It's, it's Do you know what it reminds me of? I don't know if this ever struck me before, but what it reminds me of when you describe it there is like a, a, a living Jesse tree. With yes. all the different, you know, the, the lead up to, yeah. to Christ's birth and his heritage and all of that. That's yes, really absolutely. what it is, isn't yeah. it? And then, and then other stories from mm-hmm. the Bible, as and you mentioned. And other stories it's, that it's, go along. We, we keep trying to add a little bit more and a little bit more and, and uh, showing different um, images from the Bible and, and telling stories. So this year, our edition, one of our editions is, and, and it's kind of unusual, it's not from the Bible, but uh, a lady came to us and said, look, I have a collection of uh, Irish dolls. Um, so we have that on display. Oh, and we have a doll's house there that is dated from 1850. Wow. Um, wow. And it, the detail in it is just unbelievable. It's not this you, modern junk. No, <laughs> it's no. It's all quality. handmade. All, the, all, wow. the, all of the furniture's handmade. The lights work in it. Um, and we got the backstory for it. So uh, we discovered that a Dominican priest's uh, mother had the doll's house down in Cork. Um, and uh, he he donated it to us because she had a love for St. Martin. Um, so it's it, we got the backstory lovely. and we actually have a picture of the of her in in the 1850s. Oh wow! It's 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 great to get That's those little really extra special. stories. That's really yeah. special. Yeah. Tell me, it's going on for 62 years. What was the idea? What was the genesis? How did it start? Well, I think Father Coffey, um, who was the originator of the Moving Crib uh, back in 1956, um, he went he went to uh, Italy, and he came across you know the the location of the first Moving Crib um, in in Assisi, mm. and he was influenced by that, and he thought. In Dublin, we need something like that to bring to the people. So it started with literally just the nativity scene. And he built on it, and he built on it, and he built on it. And over the 40 years that he was involved in it, um, he kept on adding to it each year. And and the crowds that used to come, I've been told that from the moving crib, which is on Parnell Square, uh, I've been told that people used to queue down the street onto Parnell Street and all the way along and used to have... 50, 60, 70,000 people used to travel through the moving crib every year. That's amazing. We're, we're slightly less than that now, but, but we're getting there. Yeah. We're building back up. We're That's it. Up. That's it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think it's a really, we, we've been several times, and it's, it is one of those things where if you go more than once, you do see new things. There's new oh, things. Yeah. First of all, because there's so much there, you're yeah. going to see something differently, but then you do add new things to it to make it you know, new and exciting for yeah, people we, to we, see. It, we add a little bit. We, mm-hmm. we tweak it a little bit, and we add a little bit every year, and, and we're, you know, we, we try and keep the, the, the history and the, the, the true nature of the crib, uh, we keep it uh, perfect. We don't change what Father Coffee put in place. That's beautiful. And therefore, when we get a, a grandfather or grandmother coming in, they go, I remember that. I remember that. And mm. So we haven't changed. We've moved things around the place, but we haven't changed the scenes. Well, you know, it's nice to be able to have uh, something to bring your children to that depicts the true meaning of yes. Christmas. Because, you know, today it gets very commercialized. It it's, becomes very much about the gifts and the shopping and the food and Santa and the reindeer yeah, and all of that. Yeah. So it's great to be able to yeah. have a place to bring your kids to, yeah. to, to highlight 
really that it's Jesus's birthday. Yeah. And and uh, add to that, we've kept it free for 62 years. So That's it's amazing. free for everybody to come in. And it's brilliant to talk to kids when they come in the door, when, they, when they're chatting and you're chatting to them and saying, well, what's happening in the next couple of weeks? And they all talk about Santa and they all talk about, <laughs> uh, you know, the presents and the reindeer and so on and so forth. And, and uh, it's great to see their faces when you explain to them, yeah, but it's baby Jesus' birthday. Mm-hmm. And, and I, w- every once in a while, I'll get them to sing happy birthday. But, mm-hmm. uh, just <laughs> just every once in a while. Yeah. Well, we actually put up uh, our manger scene just actually yesterday because it had been in storage and I couldn't get it out. And, and I, what I do is I just set up the stable with the animals to mm-hmm. start with. And then we add the characters during the, the weeks of Advent. And my my two-year-old, who's nearly three, was running through the house going, baby Jesus, baby Jesus. I was like, yes, this is a win. You know, this is what you want to focus on, isn't it, really? Yes. I mean, you really do want to focus on it. And I would say, I know the answer to this question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Um, can the moving crib be enjoyed by all ages? Would it be something for the whole family? Oh, absolutely. It's, um, you know, we have toddlers coming in and, and the parents and the grandparents might be saying, well, look, I'm starting a new tradition with these ch- children. They don't understand it. They see the they see the lights and they see the moving animated uh, 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 people in the crib. Uh, they don't understand it, but they love it. And I'm starting a new tradition with this baby chi- child and they're going to then be in my position in 50, 60, 70 years time when they'll be bringing their grandchildren mm. in. So yes, it's it's appropriate for everybody. Yeah. We also have for for the older teen or for the mid-teens. They're the tough ones. They're the tough. <laughs> they're the really tough ones to, to sell to. But we have added things to us. We have um, uh, an illusion wall, which really actually blows people's minds because we've we've gone out onto the internet. We, we've used Google and we've found, <laughs> we've found um, some really unusual illusions. Um, they're both religious and non-religious, and we get a lot of people saying to us, "My God, I didn't. How can I? How can I read that? Like, there's a sent, there's a paragraph there that's complete. If you were to look at it, it makes no sense to anybody. But when you stand back from it, you can actually read it. It's not in English. How it's cool. not in any language. <laughs> it's but you can read it in English. It how just cool. shows how strong the brain is. Wow. Um, and then we have pictures and so on and so forth. So we get a lot of. Um, kind of the mid-teens loving that space mm-hmm. and they will look at that for, for you know 20 minutes because there's about 20 different illusions on it and wow. we change them on a regular <laughs> basis. That's really interesting. So um, so we've established it's an event for the whole family. It's a great thing to do. It's mm. bringing back the true meaning of Christmas, all of these wonderful things. Where are you located? We're based on Parnell Square. Uh, that is directly opposite or uh, 20 yards away from the front doors of the Rotunda Hospital. Um, so it's uh, you can Google us and we come up on Google Maps. Would the Lewis can, go by there now? The Lewis goes on to Parnell Street, uh-huh. which is just, what, uh, 50 yards, mm. 60 yards away from us. Um, and you would get off at the top of O'Connell Street. The, that's the closest stop to us. Um, so that's very handy. And then we're serviced by loads of buses coming from south side, north side. Uh, and, and it's not too far from the dart. And, and when can people visit? What, what are your hours? We're open seven days a week. Uh, we close on the 25th and 26th of December, obviously, and the 1st of January. We're open seven days a week and we're open from 11 a.m. till 6 p.m. every day. Excellent. Uh, and you already mentioned it's free. How do you manage to do that and keep it going? Do well, we obviously we we accept donations. Um, we have printed a new uh, brochure, a catalogue for the for the um, moving crib, and it has games, puzzles, drawings, stories, um, and we do we seek a little donation for that. It's 
but it is a donation. If you don't have the money, you're very welcome to come in. There's no pressure. There's no pressure. Excellent. It's literally free. That's fantastic. And Father, Father Coffey would be proud of us uh, managing to keep it free for all these years. I'd say he would. I'd and we have guides would. there as well, um, and they will help you out when you're down in the crib, and they'll tell you about different scenes and they'll tell you a little bit of history about it and uh, nice. they're very good now they're, they're, we enjoy having them there and do people need a reservation to visit or can they just pop in no they can come anytime they want if if it's a larger group which we get a lot of school groups if it's a larger group we we do insist that they book in with us and we do so still have slots yeah. not a lot of slots but we still have slots for, for uh, school groups and the larger school groups Yeah. excellent 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 Dara thanks so much for coming in it's just a pleasure I, I just enjoy hearing about the 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 moving crib and I enjoy promoting it because I think it's something that's really great for families to do around this time of the year so thanks so much well thank you very much for having me again it's uh, I'm thrilled to be on the radio and tell people about it and mm. for that one person who hasn't heard about the moving crib <laughs> come on along it's come on Parnell Square <laughs> um, and and if you want to check out our website before you come it's www.stmartin.ie Excellent. Excellent. Well, that's all the information. That's brilliant. Thank you so much. And uh, so the moving crib is situated at St. Martin's Apostolate Premises on 42 Parnell Street. Sorry, Parnell Square. Square, Dublin. I can't read. I just see (laughs) S and I go, it's an illusion, you see. I'm looking at square and I read street. It is square. And uh, uh, great. Thanks for coming in this morning. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to our Spirit Radio podcast. Don't miss out. Subscribe today. Find out how at spiritradio.ie.